Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy JK. I'm here with my man Axel Foley. What up? What it do? What it do? Shit, man. I'm just chilling, man. We back again. Like I told you guys we're going to keep coming with some fire every time we on here, man. Like I said, I want to uh, welcome the uh, listeners to the next episode of uh, St. Mark's Park After Dark. Part two. Yes, sir. This is how we do. Yes, sir. So we're about to kick up the dust, man. So uh, tonight's episode, man, we want to get into... Uh, the Smoking Groove, one of my first concerts I've ever been to in my entire life, man. It was an amazing, amazing show. Uh, it was 1998, summer 1998. Yes, it was. Oh, man. Axel, read the list off for me. Who was there, man? Well, for first, just, just tell them. Just tell them. It the was backstory. July 26, 1998. Yes, sir. It was hot as fuck, too. It, it, it was hot as hell. This concert took place at the P&C Art Center out in Homedale, New Jersey. And this was back when we used to listen to the radio because I didn't know nothing about this concert until I heard that shit advertised on Hot 97. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> Hot 97 is the it says shit. It right here on the ticket. Because <clears throat> I was wondering, like, where the hell did I hear this from? I was like, I know I heard it on the radio somewhere. Hot 97. Facts. They read the list down, and I was like, I have to go to this. <laughs> it's in New Jersey. I have to go Tell to me this. this. I think, was you working at uh, the hospital still? Yes. I was a bullshit rent-a-cop <laughs> at Elizabeth General Medical Center. Elizabeth, they tore that shit down made it luxury apartments now. No Shout cap. out to everybody who used to work there. Facts. Quan. Wow. Yeah, word, word. My man, my man Ellis. You know oh, I mean? <laughs> my nigga Ellis. Word up, son. Word up. My man Ellis. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of people up there. Everybody, uh, shout out to uh, Mama Gates. Yeah, Gates who also Terry. Worked there. Word up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Word up. There's a lot of love and family at Elizabeth General Medical. I remember, Center. I remember coming and check you out. He was like, "Yo, you trying to get these tickets?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm with it. Yo, let's get these tickets. We gonna go to this shit." I'm like, "I'm with it, yo." Yeah. I was hyped, son. Super hyped. First of all. When I heard Public Enemy was going to be there, I had to be there. <laughs> I was like, yo, I, must I have to be here. People yes. don't know me if you know me. Listen, before Wu-Tang, it was Public Enemy. That was yes, sir. Those two favorite rap groups right there for Axel J right there. Public Enemy, Wu-Tang. So Public Enemy was there, had to go. Kid was down, and my little cousin Kareem, I was like, listen, some money up. You might want to come to this shit right here. Facts. Just get the ticket, and we'll maneuver our way. Facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Word up. Went and bought them tickets, man. I remember the, what was it, the drive down? To Homedale. Yeah, we took the we took the Civic. We had. Yes, it was the Civic. Yes, but, it well, was. We was in there, we was in there like Master P, like, three, four niggas getting high in my Cadillac. Word is born. Word it, up. Yo, Word it up. was rolling after roll after roll. We was strapped to the facts, right there there. Facts, facts. Good, good. We was going down. I think we went downtown. Get that weed. Yes, we did. Yeah. On uh, on was that first? Yeah, first in court. Yeah. First in court. Shout out to all my brothers out there. First of course, getting that money out there back then. Or a shout, uh, shout out to the Sunfish Market. Always oh, throwback. Had the throwback. dope whiting sandwich. Yes, they did. Yes, on sir. Smash already. Wow, that's no cap for real. Slap for real. Word up, word up. But um. You know, like I said, 1998, it was a weird time. It was a we good was time. It was, and keep it real, it was it technically was still part of the golden era of hip-hop, bro. Keep it real with you. I feel like, was where was the golden era started, you think? You think 90s? 
90? Uh, 86. That's when the golden era started. Uh, yeah. All right, so 86 to what? You're going to go to 1990, 2000? I'll probably go to, to 2004? 98, 99. All right, okay. 2000 is switched up. Okay, it, it, it okay. Got, it, I'm with that. I mean, even 97 switched up. It got, it got real south, like. Late nine seven, it did. It got real. It did. South. It did. It no, it did. It, it started changing. I, shout out to the South. I, 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 it, good shit came out of the South. Facts. Bad shit came out of the South. Facts. Good shit came out the West. Bad shit came out. Facts. The West. Good shit came out the East. Bad shit came out the Facts. East. Around whatever time, it was just a wild time in hip hop. Around, but that time. but the golden era was so technically not eight. We still in that golden era of hip hop. I, I think so. Facts. I think okay. So. Okay. I would say so. Okay. Still, I know some people like to cut it down. Oh man, listen, '88 is still one of the one of the top years for hip hop albums to drop. I agree with that. But and also, 1990 had some bangers too. Yes, but 1990 was such a weird time. It was transitioning from the '80s to the '90s. It was. It was. I don't think they. Hip hop really found its footing to like late 92, 93. Yes, yes. And then from there to like right about now, 98, 99, it had a, a I would say another renaissance moment. I'm with that. So, okay. I mean, if you want to call the 80s the golden age, because that's where the shit, you know, started with, that's cool. But the 90s had some shit, bro. Yo, I mean, I'm thinking about, man, so many, man, they had so many like rap, all the rappers were good. Like, I'm not saying I'm, I'm saying good like they were like all everybody was Jay Z and Nas. And I'm not saying I'm saying but like right. if somebody came out of the album, it was two guys. One of those guys was definitely spitting. It wasn't like, like nowadays you get two rappers and they both be trash. You yeah. know what I mean? Like one might have a little bit and the other guy's trash. Like back then you they always had one guy who was definitely the nice and one guy was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So it was, it was a like, good balance. Yeah, it was a good balance. That's what I'm saying. As time after the golden age of hip hop, I feel like the balance was lost. True. I, it started to lean towards one sound, one particular Facts. type of style of rap. Yes. Because you got to remember, man, like 2003, when In the Club came out, man, everything was for that, the club, bro. I, know. I mean, even thugs was clubbing. But I, I still, that's what I'm saying. I feel like Golden Era might be the 2003, bro. Because I think I was I was listening to that 50 Cent. I've listened to that 50 Cent album. Yo, I listened to that shit maybe like two weeks ago. Bro. When you hear that shit, it, it literally takes you back. I really thought I went back to in 2003. time. Two thousand three. Yeah, I was just like, but wow. when you hear, uh, AT Aliens, oh, it don't man. have that same type of feel to it, it. Nah, it doesn't. But for a New York sound, man, it was it was it was crazy. That I don't. I, don't, I feel like right, I might be. This might be unpopular opinion. This, this, people might disagree with me on okay. this right here. Okay. But. I don't think that 50 sound was a New York sound. Oh man, you don't I think don't think so? that was oh, a New York was. sound. It was still a lot of good New York rap coming out of New York. Oh, oh no. He had beats from Dre. But, so but, that was like a West but, Coast New York smash. It, it see, I tell you what, this, it was better than the firm mashup. Exactly. So, <laughs> I'll tell so, you so that. this so this what this what I'm saying like so I, I'm feeling cuz it's like you said the, the Dre the Eminem sound. But like I said when you when you but when you listen to it, it gave New York a new sound. It gave New York like it's 
2003 sound. That's what I'm saying. Like, it right, gave right, it, right. It, yeah. it went from like a. That's what I'm saying. I, could, I can't count that as a, a 90s, and I can't mesh that but in. I, I, but I feel like, like, I feel like sound... he I feel like he bottled the last bit of the 90s. The, the way the, the album played, he captured, like, he brought you in every song. And I'm not saying lyri- lyrically, not saying, oh, he's like super nice, but I'm saying the sound. Very basic. The sound that he had was like, I was bo- he was bottled the last bit of the 90s in it. Because he grew up in that. So that's where he was coming from. But even, I also think that he was trying to like just be who he was. Facts. Well, he came up in the 90s. He, I thought he still like the sound, even though you said it was a West Coast, Midwest sound, but he tried to keep it New York Street. Like he wasn't like, it wasn't mixtape like the lots. It wasn't mixtape like Dipset, not a mixtape, but it was like he advanced from like, I was doing mixtape. This is, this is what uh, the difference between an album and a mixtape. This I is the album. I think the whole landscape of hip hop at that time was just changing. Okay. The sound itself was changing. And he was definitely in the forefront of ushering that in. Yes. Cause I was going to say, if you, if you listen to like, I'm not going to say everybody has their own opinion, but if you listen to a lot of the new, Wow. I mean, because pun shit changed too around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, hundred percent, But I'm feeling like, um, I'm feeling like, if you like pop smoke, uh, younger than me, if you ask like, and these are like rap artists now, when you ask them like, who was like, who inspired you? Like, who they all say Fifty Cent, bro. I've never heard them say I like Nas or Jay Z. They say Fifty Cent because they grew up on that. That's they what grew I'm up saying. on Fifty and Dipset. That was a whole new thing. From so, the '90s stuff, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I feel like I, I feel what you're saying. You're saying '86 to '98, '99. I'm saying I'm willing. Me, I'm just saying me personally. I'm willing to go from '86 to like 2003, 2004. Then I'm a cap it there. Like it's, after that, it's like that's now. That's a whole now. It's a whole different sound now. Because you think that's when that lean with it rock that just started coming that around shit like was 80, coming. 80, like 2005, Wait. 2006. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. I think it changed then. That shit was coming. Actually, that shit was coming right around now, around around the time we talking about, like ninety eight. It was just not pushed to the forefront. That's what I'm saying. It was. Uh, it was. It was still local, local music or, at the time. Or people like P. P was out. Yeah, he was local. He was. He was GQ. He, he was, was local. But I'm gonna tell you like this. <laughs> and this one thing I found out too. When Mas- when Tupac died, Master P went for his crowd and. I, I, look, I fell in line. Like, I, I literally fucked a with lot of people because a, a lot of uh, Tupac fans out there was looking for something else to 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 latch on to, and it was and, Master P. And to me, it was Master P. It, was. Hey, it, it could, it, hey, it was. And then, and if you see, if you if you take uh, do some like searching, they got pictures of Master P and Tupac chilling. Like, to, uh, Master P when he had the Tru album. <laughs> he 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 used to open up for two by before he died, bro. Like they have pictures of Master P, like and everybody looking at Master P, like he's looking country as hell. Everybody looking at him like country as hell because they some West Coast dudes looking at him. But they used to roll listen, P uh, and Pop roll. Saying Crooks got pictures with rapping Forte, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, come on, yeah. <laughs> like, but you know, as far as the music goes, yes, because these. Please keep in mind, I see all these guys as just straight characters. They're very good actors who know how to make music. Okay. Um, but we're going to get back to the smoking groove concert. Yes, that's what that we're going to we do. Went to. This is my man Sorry, Kid's ladies and first concert. Facts. I felt like this is a good second first that me and you went through. Facts. Because 
I think I was the first one to get you on a roller coaster. Hundred percent accurate, bro. <laughs> so hundred percent. That's then, another story. That's another yeah. <laughs> story for another day. Podcast listeners, word up. But this was this was a real good concert. All right, so let's 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 go through this. This was the first time I had probably ever heard of or seen the Black Eyed Peas. What about you? First time ever. They were, these guys were. I think we podcast came up listeners. a little late. They when we we showed up when they were performing. It yeah, wasn't even we were we were getting getting to our seats when they were on um, there. It was just three people. They didn't have yeah. Fergie. It was just the three dudes. Word. And honestly, like, uh, this guy Will I am. He still had a little flow, but I, I just wasn't ready for what they were spitting. I I just wasn't ready for it. Yeah, I got I, I got on the Black Eyed Peas like two thousand two two thousand three when they already had like a couple of known singles. But right. ninety eight they they it was just over my head. I I couldn't fuck with it early. Ruthless Records, totally different style. The, yes, this was not the fucking. Uh, I got a feeling that it definitely wasn't gonna be. This was not. No, that black this was IP. yeah. This, this was, was a this was totally different. Yeah, I feel like this IP. was a more, more conscious, more New York City type kind of flow, but like from L.A. Yes, like they, man. So, so many, so many people be jacking New York swagger, like because that's where this shit came from. Like, no, no, real quick on the side note, podcast listeners, like if you fuck with Diggable Planets, they had one dude from Philadelphia, right. one girl from New York, and one girl, one dude from Seattle. I swear they were from Brooklyn. The way they carried their well, flow, you thought they were all from Brooklyn. But that's how I felt. Keep in mind when they was making music together, they were in Brooklyn. They were in Brooklyn, but but I, they just it just only one of them originated from, from the Brooklyn. girls from Brooklyn. The, yeah. the doodle bug. Was from Philadelphia and Ish, and Ish was from Seattle. Yeah, and like, but you would never know because they. they it's just hard to explain. It's hard to hard to explain from those places, and Brooklyn got to them. Facts. So I feel like the Black Eyed Peas was like a conscious, like you said, it was a conscious New York, L.A. How about it could be a conscious New York, L.A. flow together, maybe, kind of with the Filipino guy. Yeah, yeah, like like it had like a like a. Like they was breakdancing in the East Coast, they was breakdancing on the West Coast. Kind of like, had like a it was like a, a mesh of. The way they was delivering it, plus the, the, the words they were saying, was kind of like, they could be from the East Coast, but they could be from the West Coast. But they were from the or West Coast. Or they could be from Florida. Oh, yeah, exactly. You didn't even know. Yeah. But, but this, that was good. Yes. But then you look at it, they were signed to Ruthless, so you would think that they'd be making some gangster Ru- records. Gangster records, but they weren't. They wasn't the about that. They were about, like, getting, like, equality and, and, and social, like, kind of like, not, I don't want to say social stuff, like, but they were more, they were like a C-Town Tribe called Quest. Yes, anybody know what Sea Town is? That's like a bust down of a shop, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, maybe not a Sea Town. Maybe Aldi's. For, uh, Aldi's. Aldi's. Yeah, you know what I mean? Aldi's. Uh, Aldi's. Facts, for my facts. down south people, that probably uh, be like the Food Lion, Little Piggly Wiggly, something right uh, there. <laughs> facts. So right after that, well, so run the list oh, first. Let's run that. Run the oh, list. I want to talk about the okay. Okay, word up. While we're going down, okay. So right after the Black Lives Peas went off, because according to this, they only got twenty minutes. I think we only saw about five, ten minutes of that performance. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Because think about it, we were still getting to our seats, so maybe we saw like physically when we sat at our seat, maybe like ten minutes of it. Ten minutes, yeah, like. But the first minutes. ten minutes of them performing, we were walking to our seats. Right. Yeah. So then they brought on fine ass Maya. Yo, she was, young. And she was young. She was, and young, she was young, young too. She was sweet. That ghetto superstar gay. came out what? Nine eight. Oh, <laughs> so so basically, she came out here, and then maybe her first single dropped after that because 
I didn't know who she was. But that ghetto superstar was a prize well single. Pro, was a prize well single, but Maya had came out with me. Maybe we went to this concert in July. Let's say yes. Maya came out with a, a a single in September. Right. And she's she on prize on wells. Uh, ghetto superstar. Maybe yeah. December. And she was on this fucking tour. And she was already on this tour. She was hot. She was bad. Already. She didn't get a lot of time. She got like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. She sang. She did her thing. I think at this time, did she have the, uh, was this, did she have the Best of Me song out? I don't think yet. I think that was after later. That. Yeah. Was it? We got to look that up. Right. If, because if this was the Best of Me time, then that means we probably got a chance to see the version uh, you know, she did the version with uh, Jadakiss, and not, and then they did the remix with Jay Z. Yes, that's that's a fucking great call. Facts. If that was this year, so we yeah. saw, we might have saw Jadakiss wasn't there. No facts. They might have played his shit. <laughs> oh, I don't know if they nah. even played the version with him on. Nah, it. I think they didn't. But All I right. do remember that, and then the remix did have Jay Z on it. Yeah, Jigga Man, exactly. definitely. So Maya was hot when she came out. Facts. She brought Proswell out there. He did the song. And Proswell was there because the Fugees were at this concert. Facts. That was a spoiler right there. Spoiler. Had to Paul let Hayden you know spoiler. why Proswell was there. Facts. So right after that, this is when the concert Turned started. Up. About to get lit. This It started getting real crazy. It started getting crowded. We wasn't even sitting in our right seats, remember? Oh, yeah. Because first we were sitting... <laughs> so- <laughs> Hey yo! Shout out the Guru, shout out the Premier and Gangstar. Facts. I love that group, man. This is right around the town. Big L died, so they did the whole "Put your L's up." Big L, rest in peace. You know, I said if you heard that on Big L record, he probably did that to Smoking Grooves concert. Hundred percent. Yo, Big facts. L, rest in peace. If you I that, swear, he was probably there for that. When I heard that on Big L's album, I was like, "Yo, I know that." Yes. Like, I think that, yo. <laughs> No cap. I, I literally think uh, Premier recorded it at the Smoker Groove, kept that, and he put it on a fucking big old album, bro. Because it's, yo, when I heard it, I was like, yo, it, it, it hit my head like, damn, I heard that. I might have been there for that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, swear, I swear we heard that. Yeah, bro. He, he cut they, that and put it into his album. Because they definitely, before they got off stage, they definitely put your L's up. 100% they, they, they did. They, we did the put the L's up thing. 100%, 100% they did. But listen, when Guru. And Gangstar got on stage. They came first of all. They came with Big Suge and Freddie Fox. Oh, Bumpy Knuckles! That's they came my with Bumpy. Knuckles. You know anything about hip hop? You know about Bunky Bumpy Knuckles. Facts. That man was tough. Look up that song <laughs> on YouTube. Tough. He's in the jail cell in the little mirror. Shout out Shadow to Boxer, Mike Motherfucking Trey from Boys in the Hood. Facts. Shout out to. Uh, Bumpy Knuckles, man. I, I didn't even know this guy helped John Cena write John Cena's verse. He wrote that whole fucking song. I didn't know that until maybe like <laughs> eight years later that he did that, bro. That's Shout why out I had to, to him. stop performing it because Vince McMahon didn't want to keep paying MOP oh, and Freddie Fox. Oh, I didn't know that. Yo, shout out to them for that, bro. And fuck you, Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, man. That was disrespectful. That shit was a hit up. But these guys got on stage and straight up was like, listen, if you're sitting in the back, Come to the front 100%. and fill up all the seats in the front. Yeah, they didn't give two fucks who paid for their seats. They didn't they give said, a come shit. Come to the front off the low because you could pay for lawn seats. Yeah, so any of you guys that know about Homedale, they got the seat section on the bottom. Then they got yes. that funky. It's a beautiful hill to be on. It's definitely right. a hill to be on. But when they want you to come bum rush, you come bum rush, and we bum rushed. Facts. We sat so close to the front, bro. We was. 
We almost got hit with a bag of weed. We yeah, yeah, yeah. They, hey, with yeah. a bag of weed. Yeah, because they didn't. Yeah, yo, it was. All right, I'll get into the shit. So first of all, we ran. I got on an Eddie Bauer button up with the shirt pocket with a whole box full of already rolled blunts in the shit. Back to go. Ready to go. We rushed. That crowd re-rushed the stage. So. No, by the time I think like Militia came on, we was rocking the Militia. Yeah. Oh yeah, that shit was hard. Hard. Then Gangstar stops the show and brings Buster Rhymes. Oh my goodness! Bro. And I did now. Okay, again nine seven nine eight. If you didn't know, that's when Buster dropped his first album. Yes, this motherfucker came out on the stage with that. Y'all, 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 y'all. The place was is going raucous. Bananas. Raucous. This is in the middle of a Gangstar set. Yes, they Much let this guy rock a little bit, and then Gangstar started going again. Yes, they did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, they did. That shit was fucking crazy. Yes, Shout they out to the did. Flip Mode Squad. I think Spliff Star was there too, right? I don't remember. I can't recall. I never he was because he he was um he was the hype man. He was the hype for man. Buster Rhymes. Okay, yeah, he was. I know he was the hype man. man later on in life. I don't yeah, remember. More, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, he was the hype man. Okay. for Buster Rhymes. Word up, yo. We was smoking so heavy. Facts. I think this, and then this lady. And her son, remember that lady and her son? They rolled up on them seats because we were sitting in the wrong seats. Yeah. Excuse me, like it's like uh, you're sitting in the wrong seats. We just gave her that look, like we smoking hella weed right here. <laughs> I know y'all ain't smoking no weed. In yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to that. <laughs> shout out to that security guard. R.P. <laughs> I know you ain't smoking no weed. Eat it here. <laughs> Facts, eh? Mill know what we talking about. Word up. Word up. R.P. We was smoking weed in front of. Why do you bring your son to a smoking grooves concert? Yeah. It says smoking in the yeah. title. Yes, it did. Hundred percent, it did. Cypress Hill is on the bill. Oh, so you should already <laughs> know what time it was. They should already know what motherfucking time it was. Hey, yo, kid. So after that, after Buster and Gangstar got everybody riled up, then Wyclef came on. Now hold up. This is just Wyclef. Yeah, I don't think the Carnival Fuji. was out yet. Yeah. It, it oh, was. the Carnival was out. Yeah. Oh. They, it did was. That stay in the live shit. Oh, John Forte <laughs> was out there, yeah. yo. That Later. shit was rocking. Yo. Oh. Listen, I don't give a fuck. You can hate BGs. You can hate Stan. Uh, that song is fucking dope. That song was fucking dope. He said, well, Mr. Spell how you spell it F R F U G F U G E. See by the CD from Sam Goody. He he. I was like this nigga going. In. Shout out to Sam Goody. <laughs> Shout out to Sam Goody, yo. Why Clef fucking that, yo, that song? That Stand alive. Joint, that shit was a hit. What you say? I word. would enjoy it right. Word is born. Anybody hating on it, you straight being a hater. Stop being a yeah. player hater. You know what I mean? No wipe, cap. Wipe, wipe that hate sweat off your forehead. Word. Straight <laughs> being a player hater. And, and chill. Because that and, shit and was shout hit. Shout out to all the Bee Gees fans out there. Word Staying up. Staying Alive is still one of the heaviest oh, disco man. songs out there, bro. That shit is American <sighs> culture, yo. That shit. That shit. Oh, man. From Greece. Man. Mm. Oh, man. These got some oh, bangers. Bee Gees got bangers. They got bangers, fat. Look them up if you don't know. Word up. And look up some of the pre 
disco stuff. Oh too. shit! They Howard. got mad records. Facts. We getting on track. We getting yeah. Word up. Word up. Word up. So Wyclef comes and blows it up. Then he did. Yo, this guy brought out cannabis. Yes, and they he did, did that. Uh, that Gone to November. What, yes, or yes. Whatever they said. Yes. Yeah. They did the Gone to November joint. Cannabis ripped it. I think cannabis might have even did second round knockout at this show because that uh. shit was rocking at the time. This was nine eight. Man, he was he in might that have. beef. He, he, he might have. But might not have. But I do remember Cannabis rapping. Yeah. Okay, maybe we missed like second round knockout. Yeah, it might not have been that. It I think a little bit later. later. But he was rapping. He definitely was rapping. I remember rapping. him and John Forte was yes, up there facts, with Wyclef facts. and Proswell, and he was, they was doing yes, that. Yes, sir. Then, this is when the show gets real. Oh, um, man. It's, first of all, they stopped the show after Wyclef got it amped up. Facts. That shit, the crowd was raucous. They turned the lights and was like, everybody who is not sitting in their correct seats must go back to their correct seats right now or we will not continue the show. Man, listen. Listen, did you just see what we just sat through? We sat through Gangstar, Busta Rhymes, and Wyclef yes. with no problems smoking our asses off. Facts. These motherfuckers said, yo, y'all got to go back to your seats. Yeah, they did. For some reason, there was a rumble dumble. Five minutes it lasted, and then the lights went off. Me, kid, and my cousin Facts. did not move because whoever seats we were sitting in didn't come down that aisle. So, all we heard was, oh, shit. Then these blue lights came on, Bro. and in the background, you saw this big-ass Buddha Blow. being blown the fuck when up. That, Tell him, kid. When that, when that shit came <laughs> I saw that shit inflating. I was like, what the fuck is on? that? <laughs> This big ass, it had to be no bullshit. This is on stage, probably 25 feet tall. Mm-hmm. With a big ass chain with a marijuana plant on it, the blood in his big hand. Like, and these guys, yo, I ain't gonna lie, no cap, bro. I felt like, I felt like B Real threw some bags of weed. I, told, I almost got hit with a bag of weed. Mm-hmm. I, I know that because I knew he was throwing weed out into the crowd. People would have smoked the weed. At that time, he was known for doing shit like he that. He was throwing bags of weed into the crowd. Cats was picking the bag up. And he's like, smoke with me, everybody. Smoke exactly. with me. Exactly. Everybody started twisting. Who wasn't twisted? If he was already twisted, you just licked the drink. It was hella clouds that went up. Bro, I'm talking hella about clouds. green clouds, blue clouds, he was on purple stage clouds. Smoking. Yellow clouds. I, I've never seen as many clouds in my life. People was getting lit. I'm talking about. I can only imagine. Only that I can fathom is like, this is probably like, man, like what was that upstate New York show uh, in the '60s? Oh, Woodstock. It was like Woodstock. I mean, like yeah. it was so many. It was crazy. It was so and, and, so much Buddha. So much Buddha. But the thing was, it was no violence. The people, nobody was getting stepped on. It wasn't getting trampled on. It was just straight. Puffing and passing, puffing and passing. Like we said, we were sitting there next to parents with their kids at this concert. Yo, everybody getting lit. I'm talking about no cap, lit. Everybody, purple. I'm telling you, purple smoke, green smoke, yellow smoke, orange smoke. There's smoke everywhere. Like the G said, clouds of smoke 
of tremendous blends of weed. Bro, this tor- yo, did it drop that hit? <sighs> that shit said, I want to get high. Oh, my God. So high, bro. Man, this man. shit just got wild. The, the, the psychedelic of his voice with the beat mm. through those, bro, I mean, motherfuckers was levitated. Keep it real. If we if we had cell phones back then, the you whole fucking whole stadium spot. was levitating, bro. For real. Just for off real. that song, the whole yo, it was just man. You had to be there, podcast listeners. You had to be there. It was and just amazing. And they started they set with that shit, throwing weed out, dropping that song. As soon as that shit hit, come on, man. And it was just hit. At, as soon as that shit, it was yes. just hit at the. Yes. I could just kill him, man. Oh, listen. You know what I mean? When that got up, yo, yo I, literally, I was on one of the chairs. I, yo, I almost broke the chair. I was so fucking hyped. For real. So fucking hyped. Oh, man. This, man. Podcast listeners, man, you, you had to be there, man. This, this shit was epic. I'm talking about Golden Age of Hip Hop. This was the closing of the door was closing because it was too much smoke in there. We was there. You heard me? We was there. History in the making. We was there. Hits from the bong. We was, was there. Down. We was there. Yo, listen. When they dropped Insane in the Membrane, <sighs> that place went What's my man Sendog? Insane in the Membrane. No, this Yo. guy had me height, son. That place went fucking bananas. I don't know if you guys ever saw, uh, I know Cypress Hill or Apple TV, they had like a little uh, documentary on how they was made and how the members got there. They show uh, scenes at different concerts. One of those scenes was dropping that song. Was dropping that song at the Smoking Groove. I remember seeing oh, that. And, I, and, I, and, I was, and it was like, they showed me like the first two rows and they showed them. I was like, man, they had zoomed out maybe like 20, 30 rows. We they, probably, they probably, yeah, they would have saw our heads. You would have saw our heads in there, bro. You would have saw our heads in there, bro. That's how I was, as soon as I saw it, I remember that. And I was like, oh no. And that's why I, that's why I try to tell you guys that when I heard, when he said, when he heard premiere say, you know, Big L, rest in peace. Yo, when I, yo, it was the same concert, bro. I'm telling you, he had to record that shit. And when, when they dropped Big L's album, he put that clip in there, bro, because that's why I heard of that. That's why I heard of that. And like I said, that, that try, you go check out that Apple Music uh, documentary of Cypress Hill. They, they show maybe like 20 different concerts. They show that concert, bro. Yes, they do. And it was live. Man, so amazing. <sighs> then, so amazing. After Cypress Hill blew it up, they really stopped the concert and made everybody go back Facts. to the seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we then somebody came down yeah. and was like, yo, y'all sitting I think in my seats. I think these are my seats right here. All right, no, no problem. Okay, no problem. no problem. We went back to our seats. Word. It was cool. Facts. Facts. But that was all right because I needed to step back to see the next group that was coming on any goddamn Bring it. way. Bring it. I'm smoking something, y'all. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, y'all gotta just vibe out with me with this one. Listen, word up. All I know is, you heard that shit in the background. Too black, too strong. Too black, too strong. Hey yo, Chuck man, they said we could do it, man. Yo, it was rap, yo, bro. Here come the music, dude. Do, 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 do. It was a rap, yo. That shit was yo. live, motherfucker. <laughs> now, I've seen videos of Public Enemy doing shows in, like, Germany. Okay. And these motherfuckers go wild with Fight the Power and shit like Bro. that. Come on. And I was like, this is bullshit. 
Yo, I'm going to tell y'all right now, podcasters, I'm in New Jersey. Everybody in there. When Fight the Power came on, everybody knew the words to that shit. Whites, blacks, girls, boys, grown, everybody was rocking when fucking that shit dropped. Yes. The music, that shit just dropped. Oh, man. Bro, man. S1W was up there, Terminator X. X. Oh, that's they had my nigga. The big, they had the fucking B-Boy and the fucking crosshairs up there. Yo, Public Enemy was- Yo, up. keep it real. Yo. No cap. They had those guys stepping. Yo, S1W was yeah, up there. Yeah, facts. No they cap. They were up there doing their motherfucking thing. Flav was back and forth, up and down. Facts. Chuck D had the Raiders shit on. Yo, you know he fist. did. Yo, you know he did, was fucking live. Yo, yo bro. like you said, with the homeboy in the crosshairs, man. The fucking stadium, yo, that concert, I'm gonna fuck with none of y'all talking about, keep it G with you. The fucking people, we levitated off the motherfucking ground. The music was so fucking Listen, crazy. M- melodic, me. so, oh man, it was just, man, we tried to give you the visible pictures, man. I'm telling you, you had to be there, man, because it was nothing but, nothing short than amazing, bro. Amazing. Kid, amazing. Was that the first time you ever seen Public Enemy? First time I ever seen Public Enemy. Me too, brother. Amazing. Um, amazing. And I'm a shout out to Tone Live because Tone Live, I was like, Tone, who's your favorite rapper? I think he's gonna see like, you know, somebody like Naughty by Nature. He said, Public, public Enemy. enemy. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I put respect on it, though, because Public Word Enemy, up. bro. That's why I'm being told connect, man. He public got that enemy, public bro. Enemy vibe, yo. That, shout yo, out to the Dung Dung. Bro, <laughs> them boys, they tore that shit up, bro. They tore that shit the fuck up, bro. When they Fight the power. living base heads. Come on, everything, the rubber water caused, yes. everything they fucking did was live. Can't trust it. Everything you know, it, was Keep it low, live. on the low. My favorite joint was, no, I want one as a joke. They no, let I want one as a joke. <laughs> Flav was <laughs> real. They, they let, let him Flav rip get that. busy. Yo, yo, I get love up, it. Get, 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 get down. down. Late night one is joking. Yo, yo, the crowd was good. Late night one one. I can't do nothing for you, man. I can't do nothing for you, man. You need $6 for what? Yo. Shout out to Flav, yo. I just got his pop, yo. Shout out to Flav. Bro, man. Crazy, say. I mean, podcast listeners, shit was crazy. I mean, can't make this shit up, bro. Shit nah, real as you, fuck, you bro. had to be there. If you ever seen Public Enemy in your life, let me get a hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> because on top of Wu-Tang, man, that was the, that, the, that top group, man. Yeah, top bro. Group. Bro, they, man, they slaughtered that shit. Yo, just How like you, you said. you come on after, after seeing that boot, I was like, I don't know how they gonna top that. Top this. They, they topped they that They topped shit. it. <laughs> exactly. Like how can they? You you fathoming like how can they? Oh yeah, they just did yeah, that. Yeah, they yeah, just they, topped that. Hold bro, on. We got about flavor flavor. Bro, <laughs> word is bar. But they, yo, Chuck D ripped some public enemy song and then they like, go ahead, Flave. Mm-hmm. Then that not one man, I almost fell out. That was my favorite joint from him, bro. That's that my shit. favorite <laughs> joint, bro. <laughs> They let him literally kick like 16 bars like twice. They I let like, him do the whole thing. They, they, he kicked some shit. They let him do both his songs. Facts, bro. I was like, yo. And, he you turned know, that shit up. was just live anyway. Yeah, he so. turned that shit up, guys. Man, like, they did it, anything off of what they did off of it takes a nation of millions to hold his back was this shit. Facts. Uh, I don't know if they did. Uh, nah, they didn't. They did Welcome to the Terror Dome. Yes, they that did. That shit was hard. Yes, yo. they did. You gotta understand, Public Enemy got some hard beats. Hard shit. Some shit that make you wanna slap your mama. 
Because <laughs> that shit be hard as fuck, bro. Hard. That's, yo. yo, they, yo, man, they, they, they truly blessed us, man. Like, man. And check this out, y'all. We paid $32 for them tickets. Bro. That was, that was cheap. Yeah. I mean, we got way more. We got $1,000. Out of that, 100%. 100%. show for $32. And, and then keeping us in all the way with no cap. We were literally, when we bum-rushed the stage, we were probably 12 rows in. When we went back to our seats, we were probably 28 rows in. So we still was fucking close as fuck regardless, bro. Yes. So it wasn't yes. like, oh, we went from 12 row to like the nosebleeds. No. We went from the 12 row to like the 28 row. We were still on the floor. It wasn't on the, on the hill. We were still on the floor. Yes. And saw everything. Everything. Like I said, they was throwing weed. Like, Sam was throwing weed in the crowd. I almost got hit by the weed. I'm trying to tell you. Oh. Telling you, bro. Man, that that's probably crazy. one place I wish I had brought a camera. Yeah, man, motherfucking camera, bro. She had a motherfucking cell phone. We could have a video, yeah, son. Video, shit. I don't know why anybody who has any footage of that should post that shit on YouTube. Facts. Try to get the rights and post that. Facts. Shit, I mean, it might be some chippers, but yeah, if you got it, a little clip or something. Yeah, if you got but it. Of the Homedale show. Facts. The Homedale, New Jersey show that took place July 26, 1998. Facts, bro. Word up, word up. This was a great fucking show, man. Great show. Great show. I don't know what we did afterwards, but I I know I, I, I left that show like. So high. Yo, so when I say so bro. high, we were so high <laughs> off of the melodic tunes. We were so high off of that. We were on clouds in the car trying to get home. I, we probably was doing 100 miles an hour. We ain't get stopped by no motherfucking police. <laughs> None. We were just so hyped. Our adrenaline was so hyped from coming on that concert, plus the marijuana. I mean, we didn't come down. I probably didn't come down until July 30th. I probably was floating <laughs> in the sky since July 30th, bro. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We smoked all that weed, yo. Bro, it was crazy. Crazy. Like, it, it was just epic, man. I mean, Podcasters, I mean, I wish, man, it was a time machine would take y'all guys back. Y'all would love this shit. Love it, love it, love it. Smoking Grooves Tour, 1998. Let me run down this list of of artists that was on this show. It was an epic night. Rookie Ass, Black Eyed Peas. Yes, sir. Maya. Yep. Gangstar. Yes. Busta. Yes. Wyclef. Yes. Cypress Hill. Speak on it. And Public enemy church man listen shit was a classic i don't know why tribe called quest didn't show up to this one they was at every other show but this one yeah maybe the money was funny maybe he was getting homesick i don't know but they missed the motherfucking bomb ass ass fucking show i tell you that facts facts i wish i could have saw them because that's that was a group on my list. Yeah, that would have been that would have been epic. To see. And yeah. EPMD. Yeah, that would have been epic. <laughs> that would have been epic. And, and just as a side note, the very next year, me and Kid was at Kane University when he was tending there. Word it up. Tell him who we saw. Outcast. Which album? AT Aliens. How many songs do we know? Every fucking song. Why was they looking at us funny in the crowd? Because they was like, "How did you Jersey boys know every fucking ATL Aliens song?" Rocking with Outkast, standing up, us four. Be big, big Boy and Dre, and me and that. <laughs> Everybody Only else was one. bobbing their heads, but 
We standing up rocking now. That's another story podcast, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. We got we about to take it down, guys. But thank you, thank you guys for listening, man. We'll have another uh, episode coming shortly. So we just believe that, man. Uh, actually, got anything you want to promote, man? Uh, not right now. I think I did it on the last show, but uh. Also, you know, just keep checking up on the Bandcamp page. You know, Rico Bellinelli on Bandcamp, Rico Bellinelli on SoundCloud, Axel J on everything else. Facts. So check it out, podcast listeners, man. Great uh, for you guys listening to us, man. I appreciate all, all you guys. Uh, you know how I usually, I end it, you know, usually it's one life, one love, so there'll only be one king. Peace. Peace. Peace.